0: Let's put those hands together for the Lord God Almighty. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, choir. Let's appreciate the choir. Let's appreciate God and their life. We thank you for your continual service. We appreciate your labor of love. The Lord bless you. My brother, can I have your fingers on the keyboard? It's going to be short, but I believe God is going to be sweet. Amen. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 14. Verses 28 to 29. Help me, Lord. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 14. Verses 28 to 29. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Have your way, Father. This is a question from the throne of God to the hearts of man. From the throne of God to the heart of man. Hallelujah. I read. For which of you. Intending to build a tower. Sitted not down first. And counted the cost. Whether he have sufficient to finish it. Less happily. After he has laid the foundation. And is not able to finish it. Or that Behold. All that behold it begin to mock him. Saying this man began to build. And was not able to finish. Said, that's not my portion. The Lord God of heaven is so faithful. He opened it just like he said. Whosoever believeth in him shall not perish. But have everlasting life. He made that provision available to everybody. And the question of God. For us today this year as we reflect here of the promise is which of you intending to build a tower seated not down first and counts the cost whether he have sufficient to finish it. It's not about starting, it's about finishing. Tell somebody it's not about starting. It's about finishing. Many of us, the reason we haven't started at all to plan to build, to make the progress that God has for us, is that we're even too afraid to start. Some of us have started, we are in the midst of it, circumstances are challenging us, and we are thinking, can I ever complete this? But the question that Jesus asks is that, even if you are going to build a tower, will you not first of all sit down? And count the cost. To be sure that you have sufficient. Somebody say sufficient. And when I saw sufficient, my heart leapt. Because I know God is my sufficiency. Do you have sufficient? Do you have God as your sufficiency? If you have God as your sufficiency, then it means that dream in your heart can be started and finished. Jesus didn't say, he didn't, he didn't ask whether you have it stored up in the bank. He didn't ask whether you have it in reserves. He said, do you have sufficient? That is enough. To finish it. God is not in the business of abandoned projects. He's not in the business of starting and, uh, and not finishing. He is Alpha and He is Omega. Whatever He has put in your heart to do, He's able to help you to start it and to finish it. Philippians chapter 1 verse sixteen says, verse 6 says, He that started the good work in you is able to finish it. When God took hold of chaos, when he took hold of void, when he took hold of darkness, in Genesis chapter 1 verse 2, the Bible tells us that God took time to do the work, but he finished it. Praise the Lord. Part of the, of the lesson of living is that we start and we finish. And it's not how good or how, how soon we start, but starting. Hallelujah. And having the mind of finishing. My brother, life is a project. And you've got to handle it according to the master plan. Look at how God designed the whole world himself. The Bible said when he saw what he didn't like, he went to action. And the first three days, although it took seven days, but the first three days, it was forming. Somebody say forming. forming. He was separating land from water. He was separating water from water. He was separating darkness from light. Three days of forming. The next three days, he began to feel it. Somebody say fill it. it. Somebody say feel it. God began to fill it. He filled it with birds. He filled it with animals. He filled it with vegetation. Then he filled it with man. And the seventh day, what did he do? He rested. In that plan that you have, have you included rest in it? Have you agreed with God that all this work that I'm doing, I will not die doing it? Oh, a few people. Have you agreed with God that this this up and down that I'm doing. I'm not going to die in it. I'm going to enjoy rest in it. Hallelujah. He formed it. Somebody say formed it. How do I? The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11, uh, chapter, uh, chapter 1, we believe that the whole world was framed by God. He framed it before he filled it. And after he filled it, then he rested. How do I frame my own world? The people that attended the um, seminar yesterday, I told you, look for five scriptures. They are the pillars with which you frame your world. Part of my own pillar of, of my finances is that a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. It is settled in my spirit. It is an agreement with God and I. I'm not going to leave bills for my children. I'm going to leave them a will. What is your own pillar? A good man. The Bible says, read it, Proverbs chapter 13, verse 22, in case you want to take it. It doesn't matter how early you start or how late. It's just about getting this idea sunk into your spirit and taking it to God in prayer that God, I have laid hold of this treasure in your word, That a good man is not just good by name. He's not just good by age. He's not just good by position. He's a good man because he can leave inheritance for his children's children. That his inheritance are so solid that economy may tumble up and down. The children and the children's children, they will always be saying, look at what daddy did. Look at what grandfather did. Look at what great grandfather did. I pray that the God of heaven, he will bring enablement into your spirit. That that word of God will work for you in the name of Jesus. Frame your world. Start to frame it now. You can start your own now. God formed the world. Then God filled the world. Then God rested. I said to Ross yesterday, all of us are doing this now. There's going to come a time when we won't be able to do this. Because the strength, the skill, and the scope won't be there. It is part of living. At that time, God wants us to rest. It is planned that we rest. But it doesn't mean that your standard of living should be lower than it is now. If you begin to walk with God from now. But you know what we said. Don't live life on the margin. Don't put yourself under the pressure. Amen? don't put yourself under the pressure because it's only your expectations that will not be cut short not your desperation we don't live by desperation faith and desperation are not the same thing so what are we talking about Look for the pillars, financial pillars to build your world around. God will honor his word in your life. He is not a man that he should lie. He never lied, he will not lie. He is not a God that cannot stand with his word. Look for the scriptures that you will frame your word f- with from this moment. Now, what we watched, the Up video, that they are framing their world. They are telling everybody, this is what we will do. That's framing this is what we want to do we want to take over the military we want to take over the finance we want to take over education we are already working on it it's been a long time but do, do you and I do we have plans do we have a program and if we have program is it realistic have we committed it into God's hand the Bible says commit your ways unto the Lord trust also in him and he will bring it to pass that is, it doesn't matter the government that is ruling. It doesn't matter whether you're under olig- oligarchy, uh, um, democracy, autocracy, whatever. God will bring it to pass. Get five pillars of the scriptures to frame your world. Begin to trust God and lift them up to God. And that's what we will do in this moment. If you have any of your five prayer, uh, five pillars. The second pillar I found is in. I believe Psalm 37, maybe 25. Let someone read Psalm 37, verse 25. Hallelujah. Psalm 37, verse 25. Has anybody found it? Psalm 37. Yes, Lord. I have not seen the righteous second, nor ye seed begging bread. And verse 26, please. He is ever merciful and landed, and his seed is blessed. Hallelujah. I have been young and now I'm old. Between the time that David came onto the, into the, onto the scene, there were different things happening. There was war. There was famine. There was the invasion of the Philistines. But he said, through it all, I've been young and now I'm old. I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor the children begging bread. He saw God faithful through the time of abundance and the time of lack. And that is the pillar I'm living on. I don't care what government comes onto onto the scene. I am daily agreeing with God that Lord when you bring me into that place of rest I will see my children and I will be able to say like David, I've been young and now I'm old. I have never seen the righteous forsaken nor their children begging bread. Praise the Lord. What is your pillar? What is your pillar? Is this this eight to nine or nine to eight walk alone? You need the spiritual environment to enable you to do more than you could ever do in your physical strength. More than you could ever do in your physical strength. Let's go to Joshua. Let's look at this man. What's his name? Caleb. If I can find the scriptures. Hallelujah. Joshua chapter 14. Joshua is in the Old Testament. This is the experience and the testimony of a man that gives me hope every time that you know what? Whatever may appear to have been delayed can still be redeemed. Somebody say whatever appears to have been delayed can still be redeemed in the name of Jesus. Joshua chapter 14 from verse 8 to 14. Amen. Mm. Up
1: with my went up with me made the heart, the heart of the people melt. But I wholly follow the, I Lord, wholly my follow God. the
0: Lord my God.
1: And Moses swore on that day, saying, Surely the land whereon thy feet have trodden shall be thy inheritance mm. and thy children's forever. Amen. Because thou hast wholly followed the Lord my God. Amen. And now, behold, the Lord has kept me alive. Hallelujah. And he said, Yes. this forty and five years, even since the Lord spoke this word unto Moses, while the children of Israel wandered in the wilderness, and now, lo, I am this day fourscore and five years old. Yes, Lord. As yet I am as strong this day Hallelujah. as I was in the day that Moses sent me. Hallelujah. As my strength was then, even so is my strength now. Amen. For war both to go out and to come in. Amen. Now this now therefore give me this mountain whereof the Lord spake in that give it day. To me. For thou hearest in that in that day now the Anakin's where there were there and and that the cities were great and f- and the great uh, the cities were fenced great and fenced. If so be the Lord will be with me. Then I shall be able to drive them out. As the Lord said. Amen. And Joshua blessed him. And Joshua blessed him. Yes. And gave unto Caleb. The son of Jephunneh, Hebron and for an inheritance. Yes. Hebron therefore became the inheritance of Caleb. The son of Jephu- uh, Jephunneh, And Canezite. Kene- unto this day. Because that's. That, He wholly followed the Lord God of Israel. And the name of Abram therefore, was Kerijabas, which Abra was a great man among the Anakims, and the, the, the land had rest from war.
0: Praise the Lord. That was the story of a man. He was 40 years old. When they went to spy the land... That God had promised them. It didn't look like it because there were giants on the land. Maybe the inheritance God has for you is still currently occupied by the giants. The giants of no job. The giants of no papers, The giants of how old I am. The giants of the state of the economy. Giants. Somebody say giants. Giants. He was 40 years. At the 40, he was in the strength, in the prime of life. He could have everything he wanted at 40. He was, vast, he was agile, but the conditions were not right for him to take his inheritance. And so, he had to go back to Moses and say, we saw the land. Maybe you have the picture of your, of your success. You have the picture of God's promises. You have seen it, but you are not able to take it. The conditions are not right. But when others were saying to Caleb, we cannot take the land, he said to them, if it pleases God, we will take this land. And that gladdened the heart of God. May your response to promises gladden the heart of the Mosai. The mere fact that he believed God, that he didn't need the strength of man to be able to achieve what God had put in his heart. The Bible said, God sent this man He has wholly followed me. Just as God said of Abraham. That he believed God and it was counted to him for righteousness. Age 50, the land hadn't come. Age 60, it hadn't come. Age 70, the conditions were not right. Age 80, not yet right. But this man held on. That as God said it through his servant, it will be. Hey, brother Caleb. You are 80. He said, keep counting. You can be counting up. I'm counting down. That God will not fail me. Hallelujah. Then they began to share the land. That's the inheritance. They began to divide the inheritance. And they were looking at giving it to people according to their physical agility and their numbers. And Caleb said, stop it, Joshua. Age may have gone up but strength. (laughs) The conditions may not be right, but the word of God will make it ripe. It was not right, but it was ripe, because this man refused. He said, God, if you catch me alive, it means that promise can be realized. Don't be under pressure. But don't stop planning and believing God. You make your plan, you present it to God as we read in Luke chapter 14. Who will want to build a tower and not count the cost? Counting the cost means have a budget, have a plan. Where is it going to come from? And that's what the budget does for you. It frames your finance. It frames it. It tells money. The Bible says money answers all things. So if you say money... You are going to pay mortgage. You are going to pay utilities. Money will say, yes sir. Money, you are going to finance Ashwebi, Bataebi, Bagiabi, everything. Money will say, yes sir. It will come, it will do what you ask it to do and it will go. But what happens is that when the time of rest comes, we don't want to look back and ask ourselves, what did we do with the strength? what did we do with the skills what did we do with the scope that we have you can retrain today by the mercy of the living God I mean as today we have opportunity because of our child care program to have people who can be trained to level 2, level 3 of child care that might be the beginning of you possessing the land and that is a skill that you don't out- outlive you can retire and still be looking after children Praise the Lord. We have opportunity to uh, send people for mental health or organize mental health first aid training in this uh, in this church because we are a charity. But when we announce it, will you grab it? What other opportunities are there? Election is coming in the year 2015, and what it means is that every government, when they are about to transit, they cut some things, they open some things, for political advantage. Are we sensitive enough to the political advantages that are available right now? They have talked about uh, first buyers help to buy our people moving towards it. Are we finding out what it means? The government is offering help to buy to first-time buyers. Have you have you asked questions? Have you spoken to your bank? Have you visited an agent to say this force to buy? How does it affect me? The worst they can say is that you don't qualify. Is that if the conditions are not right? Not that you don't qualify, but at least you make the effort. You make the effort. You go and inquire. Information is powerful. Knowledge will still be power. Hallelujah. How many? We want to go to school. September is coming. What course? Have you decided what course you want to study? Why are you laughing? (laughs) You, you have, it's for you, okay. I want to see you after service. We have to, because before you know it, summer is gone. School year, another school year. And then you want, oh, I really want to study. Mr. Caleb, get up. Go and make inquiries. There are some studies that won't cost you much. The work I'm doing now at Campsfield, it was 400 pounds a year for three years. 400 pounds a year for three years. If I said, oh, how can I be doing late evening classes? Hey. We have to rise up to the challenges of the time and also the opportunities of the times. You need to seize the moment and allow God to work it out for you. Caleb decided to ask Joshua for his inheritance. Remember, it was not Joshua that promised him. It was Moses who promised him. Moses was out of the sin, but the word of God was standing. He said, Moses said it. And Joshua could not undo it. Maybe the promise you are having was when um, Tony Blair was in government. And God Assured you then that he was going to do it. But the conditions has not been right. Even with David Cameron on the throne. You and God can make it happen. In the name of Jesus. Don't let your dream slip away. Don't allow it to. Joseph um, Caleb has come to challenge all of us. Because we are going to meet with him. When we get to heaven. Hallelujah. And are you going to say to him, "Ah, Caleb, I couldn't do those things because age didn't help me. He will open Joshua chapter 14 to you. And ask you, sit down, did you read this? So age is no excuse. Actually, the Bible says God renews our youth. Like that of the ego. That should be another pillar for finance. He said God teaches us, gives us the power to get wealth. That is, if the wealth you need... To get is at age 90. The power to get the wealth will show up. Hallelujah. We need young millionaires because the gospel must be financed. We saw what Illumina, what they are planning to do. They are recruiting. I'm not looking to them for money. Because it's the God of this world that is ruling there. But there is the God of heaven and earth. The one who has the silver and the gold in his hand. In Haggai chapter two, let's look there as I begin to round up hallelujah. Haggai chapter two and then we are going to pray. Haggai chapter two, I opened it before Haggai is before Sevannah in the Old Testament. Hallelujah just before Zechariah, Haggai chapter two. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. I'm reading from verse 6. Let me start from verse 5. According to the word that I covenanted with you when ye came out of Egypt, so my spirit remains among you, fear you not. For thus said the Lord of hosts, Yet once it is a little while, and I will shake the heavens and the earth and the sea and the dry land. And I will shake all nations, and the desire of all nations shall come. And I will fill this house with glory, said the Lord of hosts. The silver is mine, and the gold is mine, said the Lord of hosts. The glory of this latter house shall be greater than the former, said the Lord of hosts. And in this place will I give peace, said the Lord of hosts. Shall we rise up to our feet? The glory of the latter will be greater than the former we are approaching the second half of the year 2014 in the year of living in the overflow we thank God for the many testimonies some of our brethren have given us testimonies of how God visited them with elevation how God promoted them opened new doors for them is still the same God and those of us that have faced challenges the conditions may not have been right but it is still ripe Because God said the glory of the latter house shall be greater than that of the former. You know we don't follow God because of gold and silver. Because if you do, that is misplaced priority. You must serve God with all your heart, with all your might, with all your strength. And after you have given him all, then he opens his hands to give you what is in his hands. If gold is in his hand, if if the silver is in his hand, then it is only meaningful that you seek his face. Because you can't struggle with his hands. But I know of little children, when they come to you and they are looking at your face with a smile, it's not uncommon that you open your hands to put it around them and draw them near to to you. And whatever is in your hand at that time, you give to them. Hallelujah. So today we are going to look at the face of our God. We are going to seek his face. Not even for what is in his hands. But what is in his heart for us. Hallelujah. What is in his heart. He said, I know the thoughts that I have towards you. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you a hope. An unexpected end. Yes, even in the end time. There is an expected end. That God has for his children. The budget of the nations can't overrule it. The decisions of, of governments cannot undermine it. It's from the heart of the Father. Hallelujah. Have you got your principles? Is it that the Lord is your shepherd and you shall not want? That's a principle. I want you to lift it up to God. I want you to call on God. Say, call on me. And I will show you great and mighty things that you know not. Lift up your principles to God and ask the Lord to begin to show you how to form and fill your world with this word. How to frame a future of an heir of the promise. How to walk in the purpose of God. Ask God this word that I have found in your word. Lord let it work for me just as your word worked for Caleb. As your word stood by Caleb, even in spite of the age, your word, O oh God, framed its future. My God, by your spirit, I have found it in your word, O oh God, that you are not a man that you will lie, neither are you the soul of man that you will repent. Lord, all the words are my brothers, my sisters, are lifting up to you, O oh God, I pray that the truth of your word will stand by them. And stand for them in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you that your word abideth forever. Lord, we thank you that your word, O oh God, is life unto us. Your word is quick and it is powerful, it is sharper than any to us. So we are the heirs of the promise. Lord, from Genesis to Revelation is the revelation of your hearts to us. I pray, hear the cry of my brothers. Hear the cry of my sister. You said we will lend to nations we shall not borrow. You said in Deuteronomy 28 verse 12 that the good treasure of the Lord shall be opened unto us. My God, here is your word. We believe you, Father. We honor you, Jehovah Shodah. The Lord, as you helped Abraham to wait patiently for the promise, as you helped Caleb to wait patiently for the promise, Lord, help us, O God. Help every family, O God. Help every man, O God. Help every woman, O God. Help every single, O God. Help every youth, O God. Help all the children, O God. Daddy, that your word will come alive and begin to frame our future. No longer will we confess unbelief. No longer will we fear. No longer will we doubt the integrity of your word. By your spirit, we declare that the glory of the latter house shall be greater than the former. Whatever we have seen in time past, Lord, they are little compared to what you are bringing forth. In the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, help our unbelief. Take away all God's stony hearts. If there be any unrepentant heart, O God, if there has been any wasteful heart, O God, if there have been any fearful heart, O God, Lord let the blood of Jesus cleanse us, wash us and make us whole, because you are our everything, you are our sufficiency. We are sufficient to do all things because we have you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Every dream, every dream, every vision that appears to have been dormant. Lord, today we activate them by the spirit of the living God. You are the one that gives life to the dead. I pray when your sons and daughters were leaving their countries, they had a dream, they had a vision. My God, my God, my God. Whatever you have put in the heart of your sons and daughters, that time seems to have clouded. That condition seems, oh God, to have stifled. Lord, let your breath come upon it. We prophesy over every dream. We prophesy over every vision. Come alive in the name of Jesus. Come alive in the name of Jesus. Come alive in the name of Jesus. We speak life. We speak life. We speak, life, we speak 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 life in the name of Jesus. My God, as many as their status in the country have been held back by policies or by men law that is delaying their access into the inheritance that God has for them. God, you say the glory of the latter house shall be greater than the former. Daddy, let the second half of 2014 be a season when your children are given their stay, when they are given their lot of inheritance. Daddy, by your spirit, let the second half favor your people. Let it favor your people. Let it favor the families. In the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, the Bible didn't tell us that Caleb had to struggle so access is inheritance. But a believed God. Lord we believe. Help every unbeliever in this house. As many that sicknesses. Are holding back. From launching into the depths of their dream. Lord as many as the body is weak. But their dreams are still alive. Lord we pray quicken the mortal bodies. The Bible says if the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. Dwells in you. Lord, we pray that the bodies, oh God, will receive the life that is in God. In the name of Jesus. Father, there are some the circumstances in the family. The troubles that have crept in. The fightings. The loss of unity. Lord God of heaven has held back the dreams and the vision. Some, O oh God, King of glory. The situation back home in Africa. Or wherever they have come from has distorted the dreams they had. Some did delay. Oh God, they have spent so much giving much to the solicitors just to establish themselves in this country. You are the God of restoration, and you are our sufficiency. God we're calling the years are the canker worm, the years are the palmer worm, the years are caterpillar the, the caterpillars of eating. And we place a demand on restoration. We place a demand on restoration. Jehovah, we place a demand on restoration. That as you helped Caleb, you will help each one of us. And everyone will be able to say like David, I've been young and now I'm old. I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor their children begging bread. Lord, none shall beg bread. The staff of bread shall not be broken. And Lord, if anyone is without job at this moment, because of your covenant with us, we ask, O oh God, that you will position them in that place of favor. In the name of Jesus. We welcome promotion and elevation. And Lord, we do not sacrifice our righteousness at the altar of abundance. We do not sacrifice our walk with you At the altar of bread. Bible says what shall it profit a man? If he gains the whole world. And loses soul. We pray. That we will not lose our soul. We will not sacrifice our soul. We will not sacrifice eternity. At the altar of bread. Lord we receive the grace for contentment. The Bible says godliness with contentment. Is great gain. Lord we thank you Because you are God. Expressly you have spoken. And we have embraced your truth. And we return back to Luke chapter 14 verse 28. That none of us will want to build a tower without counting the cost. And there is no tower we have counted that we don't have sufficiency for. Because God is our sufficiency. Somebody say it with me. God is my sufficiency. Say it again. God is my sufficiency. Say it again. God is my sufficiency and so shall it be in Jesus name. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord God Almighty. Amen.